Hey there, you're listening to Mad Chats with Black Girl Like You. I'm your host, Jess D. And today's episode is a chatting episode. You know that time where we all get together after class and we stretch, sit, and talk about all things jujitsu and life. If you want to continue the conversation, please make sure to follow me on Instagram at blackgirlwhitegee underscore djj. And of course, go to my website, blackgirlwhitegee.com to find blog posts and other resources that I hope can help you on your BJJ, martial arts, and fitness journey. But without further ado, Let's get into the episode. I would like to um, welcome Bellamy of the Girly Jiu-Jitsu brand to Matt Chats. And yeah, thank you so much for joining me, Bellamy. I really appreciate you. Of course. Hi, guys. My name is Bellamy, like she just said. But hi, guys. <laughs> okay, so Bellamy, tell me, like, how you got into Jiu-Jitsu? Like, what's your, what's your Jiu-Jitsu story? Um, so I was a competitive cheerleader my whole entire life. Um, after you age out of competitive cheerleading, you age out around 18, 19. So after I aged out, um, I actually wanted to do, when I did competitive cheerleading in high school, I wanted to join the boys wrestling team because all of my good guy friends were on the wrestling team. So, but back, back in the day, I'm acting like I'm so old, but back in the day, um, there wasn't a girls division for like my age group. Um, so all of my guy friends were like, you don't want to join wrestling because you're going to get beat up. They're going to take it harder out harder on you because you are a girl and they don't want to be beaten by a girl. So I just stayed with competitive cheerleading. And then after we both graduated high school, he was like, Hey, why don't you come down to one of my jujitsu tournaments? And I was like, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So I went to Arizona, went to one of his jujitsu tournaments and then um, it was it was really fun. It was a really fun experience watching them. And then I saw there was a girls division and I was like, oh, that might be fun. Because at this time I aged out of competitive cheerleading. So I was like, I want another competitive sport. Um, so then he actually gave me like his free T-shirt for participating in the competition. So when I drove back home um, at the time, I was working as a front desk um, ho- hotel front desk person. And so the shirt that I was wearing underneath my uniform was that jujitsu shirt. And my manager at the time, he was like, do you do that? And I was like, no, but I think it would be fun. He was like, well, I do. You want to join my gym, see how it is. And that's how it, that's how it came about. (laughs) That's so cool. I, I super resonate with the wrestling, you know, why is the wrestling the same, your story and wanting to start, sorry, wrestling, except for the competitive cheerleading thing. I did competitive swimming and I wanted a sport outside of swimming. And I, um, what was it? I did wrestling in middle school, (laughs) excuse me. And it was funny because my, my, um, PE teacher was like, go try wrestling. You have an aptitude for it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. And it wasn't like any guy friend. It was literally like the, uh, I guess, I don't know how to to call it, but basically the person that's in charge of sports for the whole, um, for my whole district was like, um, by, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The sports director. Yeah. Thank okay. you for that. <laughs> but basically he was like, um, by title nine, you can't prevent women from um, from competing. But he went to my mom, we had a meeting with my mom and he was like, you know, yeah, your daughter could compete in wrestling, but you want, you don't want to see what happens to girls when they compete in wrestling. And my mom was like, 
nope, you're not doing wrestling. I'm her yep. oldest child. So she was like, nope, nope, nope. And then when I finally found jujitsu, she's like, oh, you found a way to roll with men anyway. And I'm just like, Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, it's not about that. It was like, I know I always go into the fact that I never really, well, that's a lie. I'll go into that later, but you know, I'm, I'm not in jujitsu with the, the respect of wrestling with men. I just want to, you know, do something competitive. All right. Um, before our call, I just, I want to go into your brand specifically and like kind of this girly thing and like femininity. We're talking yeah. about what you like your job. So you're an esthetician, you mm-hmm. do makeup, you do eyelashes. Mm-hmm. How? Okay. So for, ex- especially for the women that are listening out there, mm-hmm. what are some like things that you do to, because of course, like I'm, you know, me, I love getting my eyelashes done. Um, yes. I love getting right now. I need to get, I'm dying to get my nails done. Um, mm-hmm. you know, facial, I'm all into that kind of stuff, but of course we all know you're rolling around on the ground. You know, I don't like when I have my eyelashes done, it's like, Oh, whoops, sorry. That's my eyelashes. Let me take yes. it off my forehead. <laughs> make a um, wish. Kind of <laughs> they fall out, make a wish. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Make it, but it's a bunch of them. So how do you, so I'm, I'm going to ask you on both sides of this, on the esthetician yeah. side of the of things and on mm-hmm. the um kind of the jujitsu side of, the, of things. Mm-hmm. How are you maintaining that, um, maintaining like these beauty aspects? What um And what tips do you have in terms of, you know, maintenance, getting these things done and, you know, kind of keeping that, you know, the, again, girly side of things when, when it comes to training? Yeah, I mean, since I'm already in the beauty industry, so it's kind of easy for me to keep up with all those things because I'm already in it. Um, I get my hair done once a month by my hair girl. So that's just when it comes to my hair. I just had a question on my Instagram, like, how many times do you wash your hair? Um, When you wash your hair, like, make sure you're washing it with cold water and then make sure you're getting, like, shampoo and conditioner that's sulfate-free. And that's what I do to my hair. And then I put a whole bunch of, like, oils and stuff like that in it. Um, I just wear it in, like, a ballerina bun um when I roll but as far as like skincare goes and stuff like that because I feel like all the sweat the dirt the bacteria that gets on your skin just make sure you have a really good skincare regimen um my skincare regimen is morning and night so make sure you have both two separate um skincare regimens for those different daytimes but also make sure you're wearing your sunscreen always wear your sunscreen um but make sure you do have a skincare regimen. Uh, make sure it's professionally grade skincare as well, too. Not no freaking, what is it, CeraVe face wash and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The professional grade skincare, we have more active ingredients in the skincare that we use. So that's why it works better. Um, so Image is my favorite one, Image Skincare. So you can look that one up on the on Google or whatever. But that one's my favorite one. Um, Tatcha is a really good one as well, too. But I definitely, for the aggressive sport that we're doing, I definitely would not recommend like the drugstore brand and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. But also all of the the inf- the YouTube influencers and stuff are like, follow along with me to do my skincare regimen and stuff like that. I'm just like, well, everybody's different. Everybody has their own skincare regimen. Everybody, you're going to have a different skincare regimen um, when you're older compared to when you're younger. So it's just, you can't really follow along with those trends. Um, I always say if you want to get, get like a really, really good one, just go see a local esthetician and they'll tell you the whole breakdown on what you're supposed to be using on your face. Um, if you get breakouts from like sweat and stuff from rolling around, tea tree oil is a really, really good spot treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, just obviously not make sure you're not rubbing it all over your face. Just spot it on breakouts and stuff like that. 
do you have to dilute it though like with tea because you know like especially with tea sugar it's so like the like the oil is so concentrated does it irritate your skin or are you like are you diluting it with something are you just kind of like because you're spot treating treating it you don't need to um... no just q-tip spot treat it and just dab it on that one area that's it yeah, I'm about to um, I definitely <laughs> yeah definitely don't rub it all over your face mm. um and then when it oh my gosh with eyelash the girls the jujitsu girlies getting their eyelash extensions done um if mm. your <laughs> if your lash artist is not telling you to wash your lashes then that's a big 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 no-no mm -hmm. um so also part of my job is going around the U.S. and teaching um estheticians or cosmetologists how to do eyelashes so i travel all around the u.s teaching them how to do it and certifying them so if your lash artist is not explaining to you like if you're doing that very aggressive sport you're sweating you're getting hit in the face sweat does break down the glue of eyelash extensions so right after you're done training you need to be washing them with a fluffy eyeshadow brush and like a lash bath and they should be telling you that oh wow. so like, my eyelash girl never told me that so oh. <laughs> yeah have well, you heard uh, lash bath, I, I, it, sound, it, it sounds familiar, but not dry. I have to usually what I do to wash my, when I have my eyelashes on, I take a Q-tip and I literally go across like the top band and then the bottom band. Oh um, and like, you know, trying to be as gentle. I know, you're shaking your head. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. No. I didn't know. They didn't oh, tell me no. Just the, the sweat um, in your, like the salt in your sweat will break down the glue. Anything oil breaks down the glue um lash mites are a real thing it's like hair lice but in your lashes and they cling on like dirty bacteria lashes so you definitely need to be washing your lashes and stuff like that especially rolling around with all those gross men definitely bring your lash bath um and I, she should be selling lash bath but bring your lash bath bring a fluffy eyeshadow brush and then you're just gonna wash it directly right after practice Dude, okay. Get all that bacteria, that gross stuff I'm out. I'm <laughs> doing that right. I mean, I don't have eyelashes right now, but like as soon because um I'm going away in a couple well, as I record this, I'm going away in um a couple weeks to Panama and like for my mom's my mom's turning 70. Yeah. So we're doing like this Yay. big like thing. So you you know, I'm like, I wanna get like the nails done, I wanna yes. get eyelashes. I'm gonna train when I'm over there, but um I probably mm -hmm. the first week my mom because every sorry, tangent. No, you're every, fine. <laughs> Every time I go train with, um, go to Panama, my mom is always like, I'm like, oh, mom, I saw this gym. I want to go here and, you know, train a bit. And she's like, oh, you train all the time. You can't spend time with me. So sometimes like it's a hit or miss. Maybe I'll train once and then not train a lot. But I told my mom this time, like, look, I'm there for two weeks. The first week you have me Mwah! mommy daughter time and mommy daughter and sister time. The time yes. All good. But then the second week I'm training, I'm doing all this stuff. So I'm trying to preserve my lashes for that when I get them done for that first week and, yes. and get them done. But lash bath, yeah. definitely going to invest in that. I'm going to have to sell you, uh, I'm going to have to not sell you, uh, send you a lash bath and like a brush. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to, you can sell me it, but I want to support. That's really cool. As far as nails go, I actually don't wear nails. So my freaking little, don't even look at my little dinosaur hands, but yeah, my little stubs. I don't get my nails done. I only get my toes done. Mm. Um, but as far as like nail care, I, I'm i like the worst at that. So I don't even have tips for that just because I don't get my nails done. My toes, I don't know. All the guys at my gym always make fun of me because I literally, all of my injuries are literally waist below and it's always my feet. I always have feet ankle something injuries like right now my big toenails ripped off oh, it's, wow. oh. <laughs> it's how like... does that happen I've never like I mean yeah it happens but like I haven't heard that injury in a while. like if you don't mind me asking 
No, no. My my foot jammed into the mat facing down. Yep. And it started to lift and then it, it just died off and it fell off. <laughs> oh, okay. That's yeah, that's the worst. I hate like when um it's yeah, as I said, rarely happens usually when you have those spaces or someone gets stuck on like, you know, the tape. Oh, it's the worst. That's the worst. For me, yeah, like I never I've actually never in my life gotten tips or anything like this. So um you usually just like, you know, regular gel manicure or like um the regular thing. Just because like um and it's like going into our into the next topic, but like, you know, with these with this new stuff, like this new like dating trends and all this stuff, I'm always like, okay, I want to try to maintain like, although I'm beating men up on an almost well recently not daily but almost daily basis, you know, I want to try to preserve quote unquote like that femininity. So like, okay, having manicured nails. Pump, sorry, pumpkin. What is my dog is like. I told her she has one chance to, to be in here. If not, she's going to go outside. But, um, uh, you know, just try to maintain these, like, you know, little family things. So, again, eyelashes, having my nails. Like, so when I meet a guy and I shake their hand, they're like, oh, okay, she has, you know, her her skin is soft. You know, mm-hmm. she has nice nails. Um, But, yeah, that brings me to my my question. Like, um, you know, obviously, your job, all this stuff. How, how are you, how do you feel? Well, here's the question. Okay. What does femininity mean to you and based on your your definition of femininity how are you maintaining that both on and off the mats I honestly when it comes to femininity it's not really like looks and stuff I mean it can be but I feel like it's just being a strong woman um I think that's what femininity is I was raised by strong women all around me so and you don't really necessarily have to be put together to be a strong woman. So I think, I think that's what it means to me. Um, not to go on a tangent or anything, but I think I like being able to go out um, like on the streets, especially in Vegas, like it's very dangerous and being able to feel like safe, like I'm strong, I can protect myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that goes, goes inside with jujitsu as well. And that's also like one of the reasons Um, why I keep training and why like I'm such a advocate for girls training and stuff like that because I was actually I mean sorry to go on a tangent no you're not Um, seriously you're not going on a tangent at all please (laughs) but um I tell all my clients like all my eyelash clients this like I I really want um if they're ever interested in jujitsu like please come train with me like if it's just such a confidence factor um being feminine is just being confident and being strong and I was actually, when I first started jujitsu, I was actually, or not first started, but one of the times I was assaulted at two parties before. So that's why I'm such an advocate on females training. Um, and even not even training jujitsu, like if you don't want to train jujitsu, but keep attending like self-defense classes. Cause it really, it really does help. Um, so that's, I mean, that's my little, my little backstory on that. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, especially like I mean, for me, like I, you know, I, I've never been assaulted. Um, mm-hmm. Thank God, anything like that. I there's just a silly China story where I had to try to break a grip off of someone, which is um, <laughs> it's just really stupid. Like um, my ex boyfriend's friends had like a an exchange, and mm-hmm. they um basically this person they had this like sometimes in China they try to um get money from foreigners so one guy he said he broke the faucet but apparently was broken and they tried to get money from him so then basically there was like the security hired thing so I had to like break the grip off grip off of the security guard and like ran out of the club but that's like a stupid like little story just because I'm just like you're not gonna charge this kid basically 
like at the time $200 for something that clearly was broken already but um but sorry going back I, I definitely feel you on like you know feeling strong feeling confident about your skills in jujitsu just because even for myself like when I started um and walking I used to work in New York City a lot um and you know just walking coming um you know having to commute back at nighttime I don't I didn't feel that unease of like okay I don't know what to do I don't you know what am I gonna do if someone tries to assault me I just always felt like okay constantly aware you know if this happens I know like you know just a response all the way so I definitely right I definitely feel you on that yeah, yeah. um it's really important I think I think every female should do jujitsu even man I mean not only talking about females but men too like if you're if you're a little bit on the smaller side then <laughs> then yeah you should probably do jujitsu yeah, um but yeah, it's just, it's a crazy world that we live in. And actually yeah. the, um, and I always tell people this story too, for like, hopefully it resonates with women and hopefully, um, hopefully they'll want to get more to self-defense or if they're white belts, hopefully start training more for, to help them. But at the, the first party that I got, um, assaulted at, it was actually a police officer and he was with his wife and I was talking to his wife about, you know, a cop doing jujitsu because it would be really um, good for him to do it. And this cop was walking around to all these women and fake arresting them in front of his wife. And I was like, that's just so embarrassing for your wife. Mm-hmm. So he came up on our conversation and he started to fake arrest me. But then it came to the point where, you know, duck under, got his legs, kind of like double legged him and like put him on his ass. But then when he got up, he slammed me on the he like body pick because he was like six one. So he picked me up, slammed me on the floor before like my my friends at the time, like broke it up mm-hmm. and I had bruises like everywhere. And I was like, OK, cool. Like <laughs> That's just great. The fact that and it, especially it's not like, a, a you know, it's a party. It's, a, it's supposed to be a place where it, you know, you're supposed to be having your time. And this person, like, or yeah, again, this cop, I don't want to, but like, you know, there's this whole cop thing, but like basically this no. person feeling that he could put his hands on you in, in that respect. Again, that's yeah. super, super freaking messed up. And again, I can't say that. I'm, I'm sorry. I know you took care of it and it was fine, but like, I'm right. sorry that you had to go through that. Right. I think the, so the second time I got assaulted was actually like way worse and that's the story. So at my jujitsu gym, my coach is trying to do more women's self-defense classes. And so he had me talk at one of them and speak about my experience. Cause it's, it's really, um, I don't, I mean, I used to be like pretty like scared of, or not scared, but that's not the right word. Um, just like timid about talking about it just cause like, it's just a weird thing, but now I'm like, okay, no, I should be an advocate for this and tell women like, no, like this is not okay. And men shouldn't be doing this to you. But I was actually at a 4th of July party. And I don't know why this always comes up. But I feel like if I bring up that I do jujitsu to men, it's always like, oh, well, let me see if she can. Let's see if she can actually do it. So it's always like, why are you trying to do me like that? So I was at a 4th of July party and this one guy, it got brought up in a conversation. And I'm not the type to be like, oh, I do jujitsu. I do jujitsu. Like I do it. So it, it just got brought up in conversation. And this one guy was just like, oh, well, I did wrestling. So and then he tried to like, I don't know, like arm drag me. He like arm dragged me into the wall. And I was just like, OK, like, what are you doing? And then he tried to like double leg me. But of course, he kept his head down. So I got him in a guillotine. When I got him in a guillotine, he like picked me up and then he dragged me to the bedroom, my friend's guest bedroom. 
And I was just like, dude, what is this guy doing? So once he dragged me to that guest bedroom, he like threw me on the bed and was like trying to like pull my shirt down and all this shit. Um, so once he did that, I got him in a, um, I got him in an arm bar and he's like, that stuff doesn't work on me. And then I used his shirt to choke him out and he started seizing. When he started seizing, I like donkey kicked him away from me and I started to run out of the room. But then he took my arm and grabbed me, threw me back on the bed. And then I had to donkey kick him in the stomach again. Once I kicked him away again, right when I got up, I took his head and slammed it so hard into the wall. Like I felt bad because I almost dented my friend's wall, but I slammed it so hard. You were him, man. Yeah. So then I ran out of my room and my friend's party that I was at, um, there's a lot of firefighters and cops there. So when I ran out, like I was bawling and they're like, what was happening? Like, what was happening? They didn't think anything of it because they thought we were like, quote unquote, flirting or I don't know what they were thinking. But everybody, of course, like everybody's drinking and stuff like that. So they didn't really were aware of what's going on. But right when I came out, like bawling my eyes out, like my cop friend was like cussing him out, like get away. Yeah, it was just a whole a whole mess. A whole mess but if I didn't know like again if I didn't know to put him in an arm bar to choke him out with his shirt and stuff like that then like who knows what would have happened but it's good that like I train so much that I have that muscle memory to be able to do that exactly that that's so true that's the thing also going back into the whole self-defense thing like I think just because it's coming for what I see a lot of is like these one-off self-defense classes like oh hey we're having an event women's self-defense and there's right. something that's so important about being consistent and going to these things. So again, these, this muscle memory comes in, not like, okay, or watching another thing is like, um, uh, one of my old MMA coaches, shout out to Ramsey Dewey. He, he does, um, like women, he has a lot of videos of women, um, MMA fighters try women's self-defense. And a okay. lot of, a lot of women see this and they're like, okay, well I watched it on, um, Instagram a couple of times. I'm going to save it. So if you know if it happens i know what to do and said and they don't have the muscle memory or like god forbid like they think they're gonna be like oh man i'm getting attacked wait hold on sir let me pull or you know whoever's consulting me let me pull up my phone right. and pull up that same video that i saved for this consult and it really does nothing and it's no. a lot of the times it's unrealistic these these videos yeah you have to have that muscle memory and you have to keep training to be able to defend yourself in those situations um because in that in that point your fight or flight response is going to kick in and sometimes you're going to do you're going to have such an adrenaline rush you're not going to know what to do um so yeah it's good to keep training keep consistently training even if you don't compete in jujitsu at least like do it for the self-defense aspect yeah that's like actually yeah it's, it's so true you're you're hitting so many points that I want to go to, but the first point I want to um, kind of circling back just to women training. Um, what's your, the the girl community in your, um, in your gym? Like, um, like, I know you said you mentioned to your clients, have you gotten a lot of clients that come in? Like, is your gym filled with women? Like, like, I would love to hear a little bit about that. Uh, so I only, obviously I only work with women. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the girls that I work with, they're like, so scared to try and they hear me like coming in with bruises all over my legs and then they see like my toenails ripped off and they see all this injuries that I go through 
And they're like, I don't know if I want to try that. And I'm like, I promise if you try it, it's fun. <laughs> I promise. Um, so they don't really want to try it because they're just, they're the type of like, I'm girly, but they're the type of girls that are just like, no, I don't want to take off my nails to do that. I don't want to take off my freaking <laughs> super long nails to do that. Um, but the girls at my gym, so I only have, there's only four of us that train. So there's not, there's not a lot of us. Um, at my old gym before I switched over, I was actually the only female. So I haven't really been to gyms where there's like a lot of females. So I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm not, it's not weird for me to train with females, but it kind of is because I'm like, I'm not used to it. So, um, there is a lot of gyms in Vegas that do have like girls classes, but they're super far from me. They're like 30, 40 minutes. So, and then obviously there's, um, there's 10th planets close to me. Um, and there's some females there, but I'm, I get a little scared of the 10th planet, planet people. Especially when they burn my head off. <laughs> that, and also they have all their, their weird, like crackhead position and all stuff. Yeah. Like I don't, I have, um, one friend that was like 10th, like he trained mostly at 10th planets and all his stuff was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to stay away from, no, I mean, Tyler's school, but it just always right. scared me. Um, are you very close with the girls at your gym? Or it's kind of like a like in the respect that you guys are in the gym, like, yeah, let's partner up, woo, party. And then outside of the gym, you guys are doing stuff. Or yeah. is it kind of, okay, that's yeah. what like. Yeah, we're very much like that. We're very much like, no, we're going to go to the girl side of the mat and stuff like that. Um, and then come we go over out, here. <laughs> right. And then we do go out a lot too uh, for each other's birthdays and stuff like that. But yeah, it's fun. I think I'm the youngest one in the group. Yeah, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest one in the group. So they're just like, tell me, we don't want to go out partying with you. And I'm just like, I mean, come on, you got to live your life. We're in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely feel that. For me, like, um, so I always compare like my, my jujitsu experience has kind of been like, you know, home US, then China, and then like, you know, traveling abroad or whatever, and then back at home. So that stint in China, like that bar stint in China, there was sometimes more women on the mat than men um which it, which is it was awesome so like a lot of my you know close friends from shanghai um are like you know international women that you know they're they're not in shanghai, shanghai anymore but they're training everywhere but and it was just so nice to have going from again being first the only girl in my first gym and then like kind of having sporadic girls here and there i think at one time the most girls we had at my my well technically second gym but like my first gym it was like five uh-huh. and yeah. So just, and then going there from five to like 12 girls and you're like, Oh my God. Like I have um one picture, I think uh, like in the video, I'm going to post it, but it was like uh-huh. when I got my purple belt, um, just like the, like the community of girls coming in, like this big group hug. And then we all went out together and just like, I think yeah, it had to be like eight of us. And I'm just like, this is unheard of. Like you, you don't see this in any other gym in like the United. I mean, granted, there are some gyms like again, yes. not near me. Like in my gym right now, we have a community of women. Like, um, my friend Jay has been so like good about like, hey guys, are you coming to a women's class? Yeah, you know, we're gonna do this. You know, there's women here to support you, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's super good, good about that stuff. But even in that respect, it's like most classes just me if I can make it for class and then Jay and then maybe there's one um one other teenage girl named well she's not te- actually she's not even teenage she's 
11 years old and she's a freaking beast she'd like be beating my beating my ass and I'm just yeah. like oh my god I feel like all my how long I've been training on and off for like 11 years I'm just like oh my god this 11 year old is like kicking my ass like you I started before you were born and you're kicking my ass like what is this like, hey you can kick her ass back she signed the waiver it's, <laughs> it's all free game okay it's all free game um <laughs> or technically her parents signed the waiver so <laughs> they they set you up actually my um my friend um my friend Vinny has this um saying well Vinny and then like a, a couple of my friends it's like equal rights equal fights so it doesn't matter if you're a man woman child you're getting this asshole yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah so that's that's really cool to hear like especially you know especially when you're close with those those four people and, you know, with the with our girls community we're we're still growing so like I hope that we could grow it and, and get closer and do more events and stuff together but it um no, it really does. It really does depend. Um, oh, yeah, see, there's like so many tidbits and like of knowledge that you're giving that I'm just like, oh, should we go here? Should we go here? But um, hey, we can go anywhere. Like my job, I talk for a living, so <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a talkaholic. So wherever, wherever you want to go, no, we can I go freaking anywhere. love it. Like especially just because <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not shy, but sometimes like you know when it comes to talking to people, I'm just like, ooh, I don't know, maybe. But um. I wanted to circle back to another thing. What was it? The um, uh, we were talking about. I mean, I'm probably gonna edit this out because I'm talking too much. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking too much. Um, I wanted to talk about competitions. I wanted to talk about competitions. Okay. And <laughs> okay. like, are you? Would you consider yourself like an active competitor? Like, do you? I actually I wanted to make a video about this because I've getting I've been getting a lot of questions about like competing and stuff like that. So I actually don't compete. Hmm. So I wanted to, I wanted to make a video on like why I don't compete and stuff. But it's so I will show up for my girls. I will be your number one cheerleader. I used to be a cheerleader and I will still be your number one cheerleader. So I'll show up for my girls at uh, competitions. But um, one of the brown belts that we have in our gym, she wants me to compete so bad because she's like, I know you're ready. You can do it. The thing is, is being from a competitive cheerleading background, that sport is really hard. It's really brutal on my body and stuff like that. And I did that like my whole life. Um, getting into jujitsu, I did want to compete as a white belt. Um, I always, before I competed or tried to compete, I would get seriously injured. So I like hyperextended my elbow. I tore um, something in my knee right before I was going to try to compete. Um, and then as a blue belt, I was thinking about competing again. And then I tore ligaments in my ankle. I sprained my ankle. So every time I've even thought about it or tried, I've always gotten seriously injured. And I'm like, I think, I think it's maybe a sign from the universe. Like yeah. <laughs> you're old, <laughs> your body's getting broken down. Maybe you shouldn't compete. Um, but also there's another thing, like, I know I could get hurt in jujitsu practice, but I feel like competing, they're really trying to hurt me. And if I break my hand or my wrist or anything, I can't work because I use my hands. And even if my shoulder or my arm or whatever, any upper body, I can't work. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, I just, I'm scared in that aspect because practice I could get hurt. Yeah. But I feel like competitions are really trying to kill me. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I definitely feel that. Um, yeah, especially with, with comp- competitions. I, I was talking to another teammate about this too. Like he was just like, ah, you know, people, yeah, he's literally said the same thing. Like people are really trying to hurt me and I don't know. And he's like older. He's like, you know, late thirties, I believe. And he's just like, you know, I have my kids, you know, I need, I need, you know, I need to be able to work. I don't want to be off, off and stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely feel you on that. I feel this pressure to compete too. I've competed. I, I didn't compete at white belt. Um, because my coach, like I went out planning to, to compete and I, um, was like, yeah, you know, I should do a blah, blah, blah. And I think I was like four strike my belt. And then my coach was like blue belt. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But then to be at the bottom of the totem pole and then get smashed. My first competition was great. You know, cool stuff. Well, you know, learning. Right. So, but now I'm kind of feeling it more like, I mean, I do. So one of my jobs, I'm an aquatics director for a swim school and I teach swim lessons. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I could do, I mean, I could do administrative stuff and then put, make other people teach and, you know, kind of take a break. But if I were right. injured, but yeah, that, that thing is, um, you know, maybe like I, I, I weigh it back and forth. Um, right. Yeah. I um, do. Um, I will say if I ever did compete and I, and I really do, I just want to get the experience, but I mean, I technically have competed in, you know, competitive cheerleading. I've done that my whole life and I've won so many times. Like I have medals from that. I have jackets from competing and stuff like that. So I know the feeling of like anxiousness and anxiety before getting on the mat. And I know like how hard you have to work to be able to win and stuff like that. And I'm so hard on myself as well too with everything like going on in my life, I'm just like, I know I don't have the mindset right now to be able to go out there and win. And I'm also very competitive. So if I do go out there, I want to win. And it's funny because all of my teammates are like, well, that's why you probably would win because you do have that very strict uh, mindset. And so I'm like, man. And then right now, like I have asthma as well too. And so I don't want to like gas myself out and then lose because I gas myself out. So I'm just very hard on myself. So that's why also why I haven't competed. I, I definitely feel like you're like, when you're speaking, I'm just like, dude, I completely feel that. Like, I'm, I don't like winning. I have sometimes like, you know, again, in the terms of the jujitsu mindset, you're trying to be like, oh, you know, it's, it's not about your ego, you're learning or whatever, but I'm like, I like to win. I don't want to lose against anyone. I'm going to, so I definitely mm-hmm. agree on that. All right. And the last thing I want to bring it back to just because I like my third point that I think yeah. you brought something up. Um, when you mentioned to men that you do jujitsu, so that kind of in terms of the dating, the dating sphere, um, me personally, mm-hmm. um, when, since I've been dating, I don't mention to men, like the, the guy I'm, kind of seeing right now that that's like a whole other conversation but <laughs> <laughs> the guy that I'm seeing right now I didn't tell him that I trained jujitsu until like our fourth date okay because um yeah I don't know like but now I I realize why like when you mentioned it like the fact that when every time I have mentioned to a man that I do jujitsu it's either something like sexual like oh man you know I could yes. you could put you know you want you can choke me out with your legs yeah something <laughs> like that yeah something like mad corner you're like shut the shut the i try not to curse on my my podcast but like shut the f up mm-hmm. seriously shut the fuck up but um <laughs> um that and then also like i said i had a previous episode when i talked about it's almost like having like this concealed weapon in a way where oh yeah yeah so going back um yeah it's almost like having this concealed weapon kind of thing going on um but yeah also but 
the the point I wanted to make. How has it been like if you're someone that you know in terms of dating? Like, do you tell guys that you date that you're um you do jujitsu? Are you mm-hmm. kind of like you kind of keep it in the pocket until you get to know them? Like, what's what has your been experience been being a girl that does jujitsu and dating? Oh God, this is a whole, about to be a whole ass tangent. <laughs> no, all good. No, I love oh, it. Please, because this God. is like my bag. <laughs> um. Okay, so. I, okay, so when I first started jujitsu, it, it had been like 2017 um, when I first tried my first class and stuff like that. Um, at the time, I started dating this guy back um, 2017, 2018, and I was trying jujitsu. And then after a couple months into when we were official into our relationship, he was like, I don't want you going to jujitsu anymore. Like, I can't stand the fact that men are touching you and stuff like that. So I actually stopped ju- going to jujitsu because of him. And now I'm like punching myself because I'm like, great, I could have been a purple belt by now if I was, you know, actually full on started at that time. Um, So that was that relationship going into my last previous relationship. It was extremely, extremely abusive and toxic. And he actually trained jujitsu for a little bit um, at my old gym. So he was comfortable with the guys in that gym because he would train and stuff at that gym before he um, went into the military. Um, but then me switching over to new gyms, he did not like that at all because he's like, I don't know the men in that gym. Like, I don't know what you're doing. And I would always get the meanest comments before going to jujitsu. It would be like, Oh, have fun touching other men's stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. Or it'd be like, have fun sleeping with all of them. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks for that. And it was a long distance relationship as well too. So there just was not trust there. But thankfully, um, I got out of that relationship. But dating now, oh my god, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I feel you. I'm like right there. With you. Let, me see, let me let me see how I can put this. Um, there, the guy that I do keep in touch with. Um, hopefully, he doesn't listen to this because he'll know right away who I'm talking about. Um, he is he is amazing. Um, he is very, very far. Um, he does jujitsu. He used to do jujitsu here in Vegas at 10th Planet. Um, but he's super, super far right now. But um, so it just wouldn't, it's not fair to both of us to be exclusive or anything like that, just because he's in another country. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just not fair to us. But me, I'm pretty sure he probably dates out there and I date out here. Um, but going on dates with men, and, and saying you do jujitsu, because I will say, like, I've been on dating apps and stuff like that, and I have it in my bag that I do jujitsu. And it always, like you said, it always comes up to something sexual. Um, or there are other jujitsu guys on the dating apps that are like, let's roll sometime, let's do this. But it's, it's so, it's so weird, because I've, I've tried to date guys in, in jujitsu, but like at different gyms. But I've tried to date guys that don't do jujitsu. And it's just such a, you know, it's just such a weird, it's just such a weird mindset because mm-hmm. now in my life, I feel like even jujitsu men, I get that I'm very intimidating. Um, I get that I'm very like scary, I guess. I don't know. I scare men off. So I'm <laughs> even um, men that don't do jujitsu, I will tell them that I do that I do jujitsu right off the rip and see how they feel about it because I'm at the point in my life that I've, like I said, I went through that really abusive relationship. So I'm at the point where 
okay, if you don't like that about me, then we can, we can cut this off right now because I'm not going to go through that turmoil again and stuff like that. So I tell them right off the rip and see, and see how they feel about it. Um, but I feel like it's going to in this, and I, I've been talking about dating with my clients and stuff like that too, but in today's society, there are a lot of feminine men and a lot of masculine women. And like right now, like I'm in my masculine era, like I'm going into um, entrepreneurship with both of my jobs. So like with my last job, I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur with that soon. And then with this brand, like being an entrepreneur as well too. So I feel like, I don't know, it's just strong businesswoman right now. And I feel like most men are scared of that. And especially when it comes to men that don't do jujitsu, they're like, oh my God, like she's, she's super intimidating. She's super powerful. I don't want her to like beat my ass. Not that we would, Mm -hmm. but I think, I think dating right now for especially jujitsu women, because I feel like all jujitsu women are very, um, not that they're masculine, but we're just more strong. We're just more powerful. We're just more confident. And so I think it's, it can be very intimidating for men now, for Mm -hmm. sure. I definitely feel that like, you know, as, as you said, you kind of hit every nail on the head. It's been, you know, and like, you know, guys, you know, the sexual guys, the guys that are like, oh, well, you know, you're rolling, you roll with men. And it's kind of like you, when I'm on the apps, actually, I just, I had Bumble just deleted it just because I'm just like, <sighs> I just deleted it too. Cause I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I really can't. But it's like, kind of like, oh, do you roll with men? And I know right off the bat that they're going to have a problem. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, if you're immature about something that I'm passionate about, like, jujitsu was there way before like I you were even thought of so you're gonna be insecure about me doing something that we're not gonna work out um but yeah it's just what was the point I wanted to make sorry my brain (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah no I definitely feel you in in terms of that like you know dealing with trying to make sure that if you're dating someone that they can understand that jujitsu and the things that are you that's like something that's going to maintain for yourself and your relationship is your relationship and nothing is going to I don't want to say nothing's going to mess up what you have outside of jujitsu but it's just kind of like your relationship with what it is you you're with that person because you care about them but you have your own thing and you have stuff that's for you you know so. exactly exactly and it shouldn't be if you get into a relationship with oh I can't even talk right now if you get into a relationship um with a guy that doesn't do do jujitsu and he doesn't understand I'm like I'm more than compassionate and understanding like hey if you are uneasy about something why don't you watch one of my practices and see what we do mm-hmm. like if you want to come in and, and join that but um or even when it comes to because I've had a few issues where like wives aren't comfortable I feel like with us women doing jujitsu with mm-hmm. most of the guys at the gym and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, why don't you sit at a practice and watch? Cause I think that's, I think that's where people's concern comes in is that they don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly so, so when they don't understand, then they get confused and they're just, you know, they, they overthink a lot of things. So it's like, why don't you come in and watch one of the practices and see what we do? Or why don't you, if you're married to somebody or dating somebody, why don't you come join in on one of my practices? And that could be something that we could do together. Exactly. Um, so I don't know. Men are just freaking weak. <laughs> yeah. So at least some of them. I um actually the, the wife and girlfriend thing, especially in Shanghai. Uh, but the thing is with this person, again, 
if like my friends that listen to the podcast they're gonna know exactly who I'm talking about if they come from Shanghai but there's one guy that we used to train with that his wife like I was like no hey man let's roll he's like oh no thanks no thanks no thanks and like he wouldn't roll with a lot of girls and he only rolled with one girl and then I asked about I'm just like oh that was so weird why did he roll with so-and-so but he didn't want to roll with me and I felt again making it about myself and I got you know the tea like the the BGJ drama kind of thing um apparently he cheated on his wife with someone that they we all trained or not we all because I was in a separate gym and I would go to the gym to visit. Uh-huh. he cheated on someone that we trained with so his wife is like no if I hear or see you guys with this marriage over I'm taking the kids blah and he was like okay I'm not gonna oh my god so I just feel like sometimes like I mean granted people are people there's always people that you know abuse their you know or not abuse, um, break their their partner's trust. But like, yeah, as I said, like there's some people that, like some girl that some of my guy friends would just like meet and then they're like, oh, you do jujitsu? Okay, you're rolling with it. You can't touch them, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, shut the fuck up and join. Ooh, I cursed again, but shut up and just join a class. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you would see that there's nothing sexual about me having my face pinned to the mat by your partner or me pinning your partner's face in the mat or like yeah. basically having them where they can't breathe like right. so. and dripping in my mouth I don't want that exactly <laughs> no thank you yeah but <laughs> yeah it's a, dating is, is always interesting but yeah dating is very very interesting but I'm glad like there are a, um like I was saying that that one guy that I keep in contact with he he is amazing he is great he understands like everything and um roots me on about like my brand and everything so he's great um but yeah dating in in this world is <laughs> is, is very interesting mm-hmm. I feel like now we're always trying to male or female we're always trying to look for something better and we're not trying to see um the potential that that person could be now because it's always like oh if that person like, let's say for this is like a stupid example, but let's say, oh, she doesn't like sushi. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to not talk to her anymore. But it's like you don't even want, you don't even want to sit down and see the potential that she could he or she could have. And then so that person is just going to ghost the other person. And then they're just so I just dating right now is just very, very difficult. And I feel like right now in my time frame, I'm like, OK, I don't want to I do, but I don't want to date. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel you on that. So, yeah. Bellamy, we're coming towards the end of our conversation. I just want to, um, you know, have one final question. Like, what's one thing that, um, you know, women specifically, or like women and beginners, what should we, what should we, oh, I'm a woman, not a beginner. What should we keep in <laughs> You're mind? You're not a beginner, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm a woman, right? Yeah, I, I, last time I checked. Um, what is something, like one tip that you have or something we should keep in mind that when it comes to training, for beginners or women? Um, I would say, well, for beginners, I would say keep showing up to practice. Um, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, it takes time and I still get beat up as a blue belt. Um, so it takes time, but keep showing up and eventually it'll click. Um, I always do this even when I'm training now, the move of the day, try it during live rolls to see if it works for you. Um, and then always, if you're feeling frustrated, no matter what level that you're at, always go back to the basics. The basics have been around forever and they always seem to work. So if you're feeling flustered with any moves or all these different types of variations of these moves, just always go back to the basics because they've always worked for 
this whole time. Um, and then for women, just, just keep showing up to practice, keep showing up to practice. Um, don't have an ego when you step onto the mat and just be friendly. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Amazing. Bellamy, thank you so much. Where can people find you? Talk a bit about your brands. Like where can we, we find like, is, is your brand Jiu-Jitsu Girly or is it the Girly Jiu-Jitsu brand? Like how can we find your stuff? The, the girly jujitsu brand is my brand. Um, apparel is coming soon. I'm still working on that. Um, but the girly jujitsu brand is my Instagram account. I have like three Instagrams. That's why I'm like, I'm all over the place. Um, uh, but that is my jujitsu account. Um, if for like beauty, anything lash or makeup related, it's makeup by Bellamy. It's all one word. Um, so that's my Instagram account for that. All right. Awesome. Bellamy, thank you so much. You dropped gems this whole episode. Guys, again, follow Bellamy on her Instagram accounts. Um, I want to thank you again for your time. I want to thank you guys for listening out there. Um, you can also follow me if this is your first time listening. Hi, welcome to the Mets. But um, if you um, want to also follow me, it's blackgirlwikey underscore BJJ. And yeah, thank you guys so much. And thanks again to Bellamy. You guys have a great no, day. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Again, if you want to continue the conversation, please follow me on Instagram at blackgirlwhitegee underscore BJJ. And don't forget, please like and subscribe to Matt Chats with Black Girl White Gee. I've been Jess D, and I'll see you next time. Bye.